time for the Gore and More podcast. Gonna have a good time. Gonna have a good time. Yeah, we're gonna have a good time. We're going on now. A ball break, walking hand in hand in the moonlight. We'll be the sweets all day. I swear we'll never part. We're going on now. A ball break, running in the sand, feeling alright. And what's up, everybody, and welcome to the Gore and More podcast. This is your host with the motherfucking most, TJ Bowser. And joining me, as always, your Dark Lord of Knowledge, Chad Chrisman. What's up, bitches? And Big Johnny D. What's going on, Gorehounds? And the killing machine himself, Bobby Moan. How the fuck are you? <laughs> so today is September 7th, 2020, the worst year that has ever happened. So far. For us, but at least. to yeah. save you is another episode of the Gormore Podcast and a doozy for, for uh, shall I must say. But first, it's time for your slice of life. Chadwick, what you do? I, let's see, since we were not on last week, we had our host, our fan-hosted episode of uh, episode 100, which turned mm-hmm. out to be quite a banger. Uh, let's see, what has happened since then? Well, it was the end of the month rush at work. I put in a lot of hours which was not that fun, but the paycheck was pretty fucking sweet. And last week, I turned 44. Happy birthday. Happy, Happy birthday. birthday. Thank you, gents. Uh, for my birthday, I actually got... They're not in the room. They're back. Uh, I have them on display in the living room. I got the Jungle Hunter Predator from NECA. And the City Hunter Demon Predator. That's a... Uh, it was supposed to be their uh, San Diego Comic-Con exclusive which ah. they instead decided to have Walmart distribute it. Yeah, buddy. Really? Yeah. It's got man, Walmart the- is getting all them exclusives, man. Oh, well, they got, they have that, oh, yeah. and there's a uh, Gremlins NECA figure that they have, too. They're also exclusive with AEW action figures. I haven't seen those yet. Yeah, because they sell out. <laughs> <laughs> there's your answer. But no, the, the City Demon Predator, uh, it's actually the, the, from Predator 2. It's really sweet. It has this nice little thing. You open up the box, and it has this really cool lightning display. Like, lights yeah. flash on off. It's really, really cool looking. You do not remove from the box because it is so beautiful in the box. Yes. Oh. <laughs> Those are so fight words right there. <laughs> aside from that, let's see, what else? I started playing Rage 2 for PS4, which is not bad. How... How does that look in comparison to the first one? Because I remember when the first one came out, the engine for that was just insane. It's a lot. It's a lot similar. I mean, I'm sitting there playing, and I, don't, I feel like it also has uh, has a very Far Cry feel to it too. Okay. So it plays a lot similar to that. Nice. Yeah. I mean, I'm enjoying it so far. I'm only two days into it. Yeah, I remember the first one, dude. That came out. I don't know what it was, dude. But something about that engine literally just gave me like motion sickness it was fucking weird my wife got me the first one uh she found it at a yard sale for like five bucks can't. she's like here would you play this I'm like yeah i'll play it i'll play just about anything yeah right can't go wrong there hell yeah but aside from that you know work i had a few days off today uh being labor day happy labor day to all you working people and to those who don't work you're welcome <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome I love you so much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and this is, you guys will find this interesting. I, there was, okay. So 
the big Friday the 13th news out of the past week was they found the missing gore footage from part two, which would be uh, Chad's birthday present. It was my birthday present. It literally was like Chad's favorite Friday 13th. Like, holy shit. They found the missing gore. Uh, And then uh, they also also found the missing nudity. Oh, I guarantee that won't be on the set. (laughs) Guarantee. (laughs) No way. No way. She's underage. They'll never show it. Oh boy. Shout out to everyone watching right now. Feel free to comment. And if you guys want to ring a ding, 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 leave a comment below and I'll give you a call. Be on the show. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. But anyhow, they also released a trailer for uh, Never Hike in the Snow. So I said on a uh, Friday the 13th website that, you know, I wouldn't give him the time of day. And uh, Vince DeSanti actually messaged me. And we kind of hashed out our differences, and uh, I thought it was uh, very professional of him to actually message me instead of him calling now me out there. The show. Yeah, now I, friend of the show. So I, I, I got to say, he completely changed my opinion of him. I actually think he's a pretty nice guy now. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much all that I've been up to. What about you, Big Johnny D? Oh, well, let's see. Uh, I got a new game as well. I finally got my Tony Hawk, and... I don't really yeah. want to dive too much into it because I feel like we might save that for the Wake and Bake episode. Wake and bake. Uh, I am loving it. And if you are a fan of one and two, it's uh smallest thing I'm going to say is it's a full remaster of both games. Uh, but I got some pros and cons. But like I said, I'll save that for later. Best soundtrack ever. Oh, my God, dude. You go right back to being like, I don't know how everybody we're all different ages here in this group, but I would say like 14 for myself. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, dude, as soon as like it loads up and it plays Goldfinger Superman, you're just right back into it, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're back in your old fucking room. Your mom's yelling down from God, the stairs that dinner's God. almost ready. You turn you turn your visor hat backwards and you unzip right? the you, you unzip you, your cargo pants. You do that. Yeah. <laughs> you put it right on top, dude. Got my Doritos on my left and my Mountain Dew on my right. I'm nice. Puts the heels away in the Heelys. Uh, right? Yeah, dude. I'm going to throw my bag over there, dude. I put my Walkman over here. Oh, uh, and yes, I'm wearing pants. I just wear short shorts. Oh. <laughs> Chad, can vouch for me. I wear short shorts. Is it longer there? <laughs> oh, but no, man. Just, yeah, right. No, just enjoying myself. Uh, I got to say shout out to the Gorehounds that put on episode 100. Uh, that was a blast last week. It was nice to just be able to, uh, awesome. it was a nice, it was nice to just flip, sit on the couch and just, you know, enjoy just and shoot the shit in the comments. And we fucking, <laughs> oh my God, dude, we got, we, there's so many comments in there, man. I think like, I looked so at, many, like 300 comments. Yeah. We, <laughs> so many I think a hundred of them are probably from me. Our conversations <laughs> were like so everywhere. Yeah. I, I, I was very I active in the chat. Well, you know, but it was so watch oh dude it was great uh but no watch that uh per recommendation of heather die i actually started watching cobra kai a little bit this week uh that was i know i i know i'm a late bloomer and i should have watched it on youtube red but whatever uh <laughs> seth Gilly. what's up seth Gilly? what's up joe what's up, day? What's joe up, day? Everybody? if you will uh, no. <laughs> no booty holes today that's no late. That that's the premium content that we pay for. Uh, uh, uh. Hey, that's on our see, only fans. Right. You want to see booty yeah. hole? Uh, what's it gonna cost? Sex machine cosplay 69. 20 bucks. Oh <laughs> 20 bucks. 20 bucks for a booty hole. I'm a hundred dollar man. Wow. 
Yo, man, he's expansive. <laughs> you're a, you're a lot better cut than I am, so you know what I mean. <laughs> but John, you got that you got that whole teddy bear thing going on. I thought that was made pretty obvious in the uh, that's fuck true. Mary, yeah. Fuck marry or kill segment Yo, last week. I mean, yeah, I was yeah, I was very uh, humbled by that. I gotta say, and oh, I, I to go with uh, Scuba Steve. Scuba Steve said because of our. Uh, potential cooking skills. So I'm just like, yo, man, with his Tex-Mex and then like all my fucking fat Ukrainian bullshit from the fucking upper north, like there you go. Be a pretty sweet menu right there, dude. <laughs> I missed that part. <laughs> no idea. Well, Bobby, let's just say you are a very fuckable man. Apparently, so is John. Oh. Yeah, I got you. Get, right, twenty bucks is twenty, 20 bucks. That's 20 what I'm saying. Baby. Yeah, half half them one to kill me, half them one to kill TJ. So uh, yeah. Well, all right, Johnny. All fair, right. You also right, but Chad got the uh, kind of like sweet, like I don't know if it's sweet treatment, but the whole chain in the basement, man. They just want. Yeah, I'm either good. getting chained in the basement or I'm getting killed. So yeah, I'm getting killed because I'm the competition. That's not true. Scuba Steve said he wanted to fuck you because you had that sweet. Yes, bush. he did. Right. So yeah, you know the love was my like, beard huh? got compared to pubes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they are, but oh, yeah. thank you. Well, hey, I got them too. But no, man, just been enjoying myself. Bobby, how you been, brother? I was on vacation all last week, so I was chilling. Nice. It wasn't, like, it wasn't too much excitement. I was me and my girlfriend went to hang out a few days. We were hanging out this past weekend, and then yesterday, Joe and yesterday up, I was Joe? at my. What's up, Joe? I was at my uncle's for a little Labor Day picnic. Just chilling out with family, uh, eating, drinking. It was much needed. I go back to work tomorrow. <laughs> I ain't fucking TJ. I ain't even paying attention to what he's doing. <laughs> he's like doing this 3D thing. <laughs> but, um, that's pretty much it. I was just chilling the whole week. I needed it. What's oh, up, Scoop? Scoop Steve Scoop is Steve in the here. So, but that was pretty much it. I needed it. I needed the chill. So I took it. TJ, what did you do? Well, as I say, every week I did podcasts here, podcasts there, podcasts everywhere. And again, as the boys said, thank you to everyone that was a part of episode 100 of Gormore. Thank you for making it special and justifying all the hard work. Thank you. 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 With that being said, here's to 100 more, and it's going to be good. So stay tuned for that. And uh, we got the rest of the years of the sequels and then year three. Year of the threequels. The three cools. <laughs> I honestly don't know if what we're gonna do for next year. I don't know. Yo, if are we do... really gonna try to go into the trips McNeely's of all these movies if they got them? Yes, we nice. could. And we then we'll to. do like a, a secondary show on Patreon for the four, five, and six. <laughs> yeah, I think real it's going real deep at that point. Dude. Yeah, you got to pay for those extra inches, you know. <laughs> so, uh... <laughs> yeah by the way i gotta say in a little over a month's time we are gonna have one hell of a slice of life because it's all gonna be about the friday the 13th box set guaranteed oh, yeah. also if you guys can see uh redid the lighting and the camera setup in lay studio and then uh yeah uh thought the purple accented everything pretty nice and i think it kind of backs off, like bounces off all the masks and stuff back there. So take this opportunity to shout out to all of our great sponsors as uh, these four hockey masks here are made by Mask by Lance. Head on over to Facebook and Instagram, Mask by Lance. Yeah, and then uh, Michael Labotti Studios did that uh, leather face, and then he also did uh, 
the hawk there on that uh, Jason Goes to Hell piece. Yeah. Then you all do the Halloween five there. And, uh, <laughs> but anyway, uh, we'll, we'll play the thing later. Don't <laughs> worry about that. That's uh, what he did, huh? You gonna tell us more? Really? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so you guys want to get in the episode? Let's get yeah, this let's started. Oh, 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 wait. Got to do shout-outs real quick. Oh. Shout-out to Chris Cummel, who came over to the Project Louder studio last week and visited and hung out and had a conversation. Him and his wife are awesome people. Thank you for the dinner. It was great. And then shout-out to Connor Hart, the Yowie of Kalgoorlie. Uh, fuck you, you <laughs> nasty cunt. Anyway, uh, <laughs> today's episode, it is 1994's Pumpkinhead 2 Blood Wings, directed by my good friend Jeff Burr, written by Constantine, what the fuck, Chachi Noria? Ivan. Ivan. Chachornia, I don't know. Okay, now, produced by Brad Crevoy. And guys, now we're going to start a new thing that I introduced for this episode. So enjoy! <laughs> okay, starring Andrew Robinson as Sheriff... Sean Braddock, you may know him as Larry from Hellraiser. Yeah. Yes. Hey, is it just me or did he look a lot like Tom Scared in this movie? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, he did. Mm. There's the mustache. Mm-hmm. Yep, I agree. Uh, Barry Davis is young Sean Braddock. Mm-hmm. Amy Dolenz is Jenny Braddock. What the fuck? Soli Mon Fry as Marcy. <laughs> it's Soleil. She was, uh, oh, no. that's Punky Brewster, Punky dude. Brewster. Oh. Soleil Mon Fry. As Marcy, J. Trevor Edmond as Danny Dixon, or as you know him as Kurt from Return of the Living Dead 3. Ooh. Hill Harper as Peter. Alexander Polinsky as Paul, or the voice of Control Freak from Teen Titans. No Linnea shit. Quigley as Nadine, the graveyard dancer. Mark McCracken as Pumpkinhead. Uh, he Ooh. also played the Grim Reaper in Big Bad Beetleborgs, which also Jeff Burr directed. Oh. Also, uh, Mark McCracken, if you guys don't know his brother, Phil McCracken, he's a homosexual. <laughs> wow. I was, waiting wow. For the wow. Yeah. I was wondering why that said gay brother. That's a good one. Yes. That's Steve Canali as Judge Casper Dixon, Judge Gatlins as young Casper Dixon, Gloria Hendry as Delilah Pettibone, as you know her, as the first black Bond girl. Mm. Yes. Uh, Lylan Siobhan. As Miss Ozzy, or as we know her, as Mother Superior from Silent Night, Deadly Night. Heck yeah. Yeah. Uh-oh, what just happened? TJ just stroked out. <laughs> I was going to say, I was like, dude, whoa. There we go, there we go. Roger Clinton Jr. as Major Bubba. Joe Unger as Ernest, or as Brody Kane knows him, as Tink Sawyer from Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3. Wow. He loves that movie. And, of course, Kane Hodder as Keith Knox. Don't know what he's done. No. Uh, <laughs> music by Jim Mancy, who's also done Texas Chainsaw 3, Stepfather 2, and Night of the Scarecrow. Definitely picked by Jeff Burr here. Cinematography by Bill Dill. Also did Jason Goes to Hell. Holla holla. Wasn't, wait, wait, wasn't that the same guy where he was talking about the finger snapping story? Or is that a different Bill? No. Okay, so edited by Lauren A. Maybe it's the finger snapping story. Uh, Lauren Schaefer, who also edited Weird Science, distributed by Live Entertainment, released October 19th, 1994, runtime of 89 midgets. Budget, we don't know. Really, dude? Really? You you put. (laughs) You actually wrote midgets. (laughs) He changed minutes to midgets in the notes. At this point, (laughs) at this point, it must be. Right. That is what it is. But yeah, this went direct to video, so I don't think there was a uh, 
so it probably wasn't. I don't think much. it really grossed anything, but uh, roll that beautiful bean footage. I was waiting for the cue, man. There we go. <laughs> so we got audio. I hate intros that are silent. This is a bunch of horse shit. It better have audio. <laughs> okay, we're good. Yeah, nobody fired. There we go. A soul cast in hell. It's like somebody's buried out here. This is a spell to bring back the dead. Aching for revenge. Whatever I, yeah, we just got buried out there. She wants to bring back the life. Let's help her out. Waiting for the moment. Entreat thy lord from far below. You don't know the evil you are conjuring on. To destroy his enemies. Make life anew. Love that shot. That dude with the mullet uh, became an alcoholic, and he's in jail right now. <laughs> what, the mayor? Yeah, yeah, the dude with the massive mullet. <laughs> he got arrested in 2016 for like his third DUI. I can see that. Grossed over $50 million worldwide. Oh, shit. Featuring the monster from the man behind Aliens and Jurassic Park. Starring Amy Dolans, Steve Canale, and Roger Clinton. Pumpkinhead 2. And something I want to mention, guys. Uh, special effects here were done by KMB. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yes. So they say in the monster from the guy, you know. So the original Pumpkinhead was done by Stan Winston, but not this one. <laughs> no. That's why no. I you can tell. And you can tell. The major, yes. before we discuss it with fans or anything, uh, let's get this out of the way. The major difference with Pumpkinhead is the lack of wings and the leg differences. Uh, no, 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 longer... no, 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 no. The original Pumpkinhead never had wings either. No? I thought no. he had no. wings. No. no. That's three. three or four, he got the wings. Oh, okay. But you're right, the legs are different. And everything the legs different. are completely different. I even think His... the old head design was even longer and stuff. Yeah. His feet More xenomorphic. Yes. But when you think about it, this isn't really Pumpkinhead. This is Son no. of Pumpkinhead. Correct. Which would have been an actual awesome title for this instead. Yeah. You so know, you guys want to give uh, some people a call? Yeah, who we call it today? I know Brody's up for it. Always. He always is. He's a champ. Brody came a doppelganger hanging banger from down under. What's up, buddy? Not much, mate. Just getting my ass ready for work. Can I just say, I love that fucking shout out to Connor. That was an absolute kisser. <laughs> fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah. How, how are you? How's the crew going this morning? Doing awesome. Wonderful. They're, they're doing pretty good. How about you? Oh, doing, doing mighty fine, mate. Doing mighty fine. Pumpkinhead too, brother. Well... As much as I love Jeff Burr and his work, I knew it was never going to be as good as the first. But however, I was not disappointed with the outcome. It just had what it like it, it had just what it needed it to be, really. Like dumb fuck teens that needed to die. Mm-hmm. 
awesome lighting to showcase Pumpkinhead. I love that lighting every time. Like even though it's just a simple strobe light, I love it just to showcase Pumpkinhead. Uh, Bulb violence and the Tommy backstory playing with these toys in the woods that reminded me of you playing with your figurines <laughs> in the woods. Literally, the first thing that came to my mind, and I'm sorry to mention that. Don't be sorry to mention <laughs> nice. that shit. Um, oh, and I can't, I can't forget the mere sexy mullet. Like that shit is pretty tight. Right. Fuck it, look glorious. I oh, know. It was like, it was like a white man's Jerry curls. Oh. <laughs> that shit looks sexy. So, uh, uh, favorite scene. Oh, yeah, oh sorry, favorite scene. Yes. Uh, just the carny scene with Hotter and Pumpkinhead had me in stitches. Hilarious and badass, but death by fighting Cox for the win. Fuck, that was funny. Um, also, I, I better mention, if you look this film up on YouTube, go to exactly one hour, 18 midgets and 45 seconds. It sounds like the cop says, Kunde. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'll thank me later. Treat yourself. It's a yeah. Kunde. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to give it a 3.2. I enjoyed this film. I enjoyed this film. Awesome. Well, Brody, thank you for calling in this week. Uh, See you next week. No worries. Thank you. See you later, boys. Love you, buddy. Roebuck doesn't seem to be on here. Joe Gallo, if you want me to give you a call. I know Joe's movie. I I would love to hear him shit on this. I know. I can say I know he's watched it because we talked about it the other day. So. He just said about it in the chat. It's the second worst pumpkin head. Let's hear what you got to say. What's the worst? Then three? I don't know. I, I, this is the only other one I've seen. Uh-huh. Joe Gallo, what's up, buddy? Oh, not much, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> so, pumpkin head two. Thoughts, feelings? Oh, I was watching the stream. I must be a little bit behind as usual. Um, I like. Well, you know what? I hated it. <laughs> <laughs> This is honest. I didn't. It didn't really have any connection to the first one. I I love three. Four is an embarrassment, but two I didn't really. Eh. It was the effects were cool. Kane Hodder cameo was cool. Mm-hmm. Okay. But um, I I I enjoyed it to not enjoy it. I got to sit and watch <laughs> it with you guys and then make fun of it. Fair enough. Uh, score. Uh, <laughs> two. I'll give it a two because it has cool effects. Okay. Fair enough. Not well, bad. Fair. Not bad. Thank you, Joe, for your two cents. Appreciate Thank it. Thank you, buddy. All right. I love you, and I'll see you in hell. Yep. Love you. Yeah. <laughs> Later. Already got a train going there. Oh. Anybody else? Uh, Steve, you want me to give you a call, buddy, if you've seen this movie before we start this review? This movie? Hey, Joe said this Amy Dolan's is related to Marino. Yes. Uh, yeah. I can see that. Who's Marino? Like, uh, he's the gentleman from Jersey the, who did part six that Joe did that big three day shoot with. Oh, cool. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, cool. yeah. yeah. Bobby's met him before. I could see that, man. They're both uh, beautifully blonde. <laughs> I hope Marino's listening to that just right there so he can hear that. Shit. He probably is. He probably right? will. Have too, so. uh, okay, guys. Uh, so I don't think we're going to give Steve a call. He hasn't commented in a little bit so okay okay moving on with the review who's gonna give uh, the you didn't, we, we didn't do the plot rundown yet brother 
Okay. You, uh, I actually haven't done one in a while, so I'll be my guest. So after a group of teenagers indirectly cause an old witch to be burned, they accidentally revive Pumpkinhead. The time, this time, Pumpkinhead is inhabited by the soul of a deformed orphan killed 30 years before. He goes on a bloody rampage after his tormentors and the teenagers. Meanwhile, a local sheriff tries to solve the mystery and stop the murderers. Yeah. Short and spicy. I like it. Super spicy. So... So we, I think we should obviously mention this is a, a follow-up to episode 60 of our mm-hmm. review of the original Pumpkinhead. Yes, sir. And uh, you know what? Chad, you said this was your first time, right? This what? was my first time watching it, actually. Yes. My first time as well. Oh, nice. So this, Chad, I haven't seen any of the sequels, so I've only ever seen the first Pumpkinhead. That's well, all I can compare hey, these two. 2006, I believe. It was, yeah. Something it was right. 06, 07, something like that, yeah. Later 2000s, and then the other one was what 2014 or four, I think it was something like that. A little early. I think if you view this film as a standalone pumpkin head, I think you can appreciate it. Well, yeah, I mean, if, if you look at it in the same light as you know, pumpkin head can you know basically pop up anywhere at any time, right. you know, he's a demon, he's not necessarily bound to any certain region, right? Oh, it sounds like another movie that people hate. Which one? Same same cinematographer. I was thinking, oh, <laughs> I was thinking. I was like, what are we talking about here? Because there's a few of them that I could think of. Just sit down and watch it as a standalone. You'll appreciate it more. Wait till you get to a four. Oh, I bet. <laughs> I, bet I bet it's shitty. I bet it's shitty. So, uh, what do we got, Chad? But yeah, I didn't think this was horrible. I I read really shitty reviews on it. And I I enjoyed it for what it was. I mean, obviously, it wasn't you know, a theatrical release and you could tell it wasn't thea- up to theatrical quality, but yeah, the at least it wasn't really in good. four, three. No. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't what? It wasn't in four, three. Mm. Yeah. That's true. Hey, yeah, I, 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 I enjoyed it. It had some really good kills. I mean, and for right. some reason we had to see Linnea Quigley's boobs again. There is no limit, Chad. Yo, man, you know what? Wait, Actually, I think point, they look, well, yeah, they, they look better in this one because they were a little bit more. She's a little bit thicker, I feel, than in some of the other movies we've seen. Oh, she was getting older, yeah. putting on a little weight. I mean, and, you know, implants yeah, don't age. You know what, man? <laughs> I'm just saying, I, I, I like the. You know. I don't have anything against her personally. I think she's a fine scream queen, but God, this mm. is like at least the fifth movie we've seen her naked in. For you know the what, show. I guess maybe I'm just appreciative because there's a big balding bearded guy underneath her. So I'm yeah, like, there oh, was. <laughs> so well, at least I'm in Santa Claus or something. That's a damn good scene, though. <laughs> that was it. That was entertaining. Right. No, you mean you literally had Big Johnny D right there, man. <laughs> oh, listen, R.I. Mihailov's line. Oh, my wife said you can't teach an old dog. <laughs> really? Right. Fuck it, dude. There's a little shit shack there. In, hey, too. Chad, let's peek behind that curtain. Well, I don't have much. There's actually not much behind the scenes for this movie. Surprise, surprise. If I mean, we had the Scream Factory release, we could have a little bit more. Yeah, but that's mm. out of print. It's hard to get. It's uh, been out of print for about two years now. So it was shot in 24 days. Judge Dixon's house is the same location used in Motel Hell. Okay. Another classic. Uh, that's You know, that's something we should review at some point. Motel Hell? Yeah, that, I've, never, I've never seen uh, it, and that would just give me a good reason to. Interesting, wicked movie, I will say. The Book of the Dead prop from Army of Darkness is on display inside Miss O.C.'s house, and of course, like we mentioned, K.M.B. worked on both films. 
Ah, nice. again, another connection to another film nobody likes. <laughs> <laughs> Is it Army of Darkness? <laughs> no, sorry. And that came out the year before this one, too. It yeah. did. Uh, Soleil Moon Fry had to gain 20 pounds for her role as Marcy in this film. Really? Apparently. Oh. I couldn't tell. She looked delicious, but, you know. Yeah, yeah she wasn't bad. The witch's house was built and burned on Sable Ranch, requiring permission from the state of California to selectively trim old protected oak trees. Ah. Yeah. I'm not surprised. California has a lot of... California's like very strict, and that's why they have all the wire Man, wildfires. Look at the bullshit you gotta jump through just to make a fucking movie. Well, yeah, and they don't let you clear out underbrush or anything like that, and that's the stuff that catches fire and causes all the wildfires they have out there. And there you go. All three original Pumpkinhead films have connections to Hellraiser. Andrew Robinson, Doug Bradley, and Lance, Han- Lance Hendrickson have all acted in both franchises. Oh, <laughs> shit. Say, they brought Lance back for three and four of the series. Chad, uh, do you want to answer Joe's questions? Uh, did uh, Note the filming location of the final chapter. I have no Pumpkin- idea. <laughs> I don't know. I think we did. We did. Not only th- not only the those two part four Parks and Rex um, entourage too. I don't know. I, f- I think feel like we might have. We did, I believe. Pumpkinhead, the beginning of the Calzone. Was it? That was episode sixty. I mean, you have to kind of dip back a little bit. Yeah. I mean, if we're t- if we mentioned Parks and Rec, no, no, the Calzone was after that because I was on the episode of the, the Calzones, and I worked through the Pumpkinhead episode, but I gave you guys my notes. You did. Because DJ read him at the end of it. Interesting. Okay, move the train. Anyway. Okay. Uh, in 95, EA published a first-person shooter computer game for Windows called Bloodwings Pumpkinhead's Revenge. The game was very poorly received. That's awesome. and I'm I remember seeing ads for it, but I never played it. I might have to look that shit up. That would actually be an interesting game to play as Pumpkinhead. To play as Pumpkinhead? I don't think you play as Pumpkinhead. I think you fight but Pumpkinhead. Either way, whether it be a victim that, or... Pumpkinhead. Well, that would fit into the whole new aesthetic of uh, one guy going on against like five or six people. Essentially, the Friday 13th game, you could do it with the Pumpkinhead dynamic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I think Pumpkinhead would work well as instead of Fuck its you, own Joe. game, uh, put him in Dead by Daylight. Yeah, I mean, dude, that's the one that's definitely got the obviously the most encompassing of all the killers and shit. Yeah. That's their own, so... Which, by the way, I just can't get on it. I can't get into that game. Dead by Daylight? Yeah, I've yet to try it, dude. I've I've played it a couple times. I'm like, it's it's hide and seek. Oh, I started playing that uh, that game I got the uh, those who remain. Ah, so uh, update that game's terrifying. You have to stay in the light, and if you turn the lights off, it looks like the people from the fog are coming to get you. Nice. And it's yeah, it's really fucking creepy. <laughs> <laughs> fucking shell derailed you, ha ha ha, idiots. <laughs> <laughs> although i agree exactly. with Pumpkinhead isolation that would actually be pretty good yeah you yeah. could just do a mod with alien isolation with pumpkin head that would really anyways work. what yeah. else oh yeah uh, okay so it's very interesting interesting to note how very unique and different tommy is from the original pumpkin head tommy's body is actually vulnerable to weapons and physical harm being able to be harmed with guns the original pumpkin head's body is completely immune to physical harm tommy is also the only demon to actually show some form of mercy and humanity as he set jenny free after realizing she is braddock's daughter uh mrs oc the equivalent of a summoner in the film 
her death did not physically stop or even harm Tommy. He also expresses feelings of rage and grief after she dies, making him the only demon to possess any feelings for their summoner. So I'm guessing they basically it's because he had a more human soul. Hmm. He's basically a kid. Okay. Right. All right. Now, by the way, that was a pretty sad, like that could have been a movie itself right there. Uh, yeah, that really could have been actually not you say it. And last, the film may have nothing to do with the other films as it focuses on a town more modern, more modernized, though still very rural. Yeah, so, yeah. it's still got its little rural elements. Or at least so, yeah. hypothetically, hypothetically, okay, now follow me here. This film exists in the same universe as Evil Dead and Jason Goes to Hell. That could. Hypothetically. Yeah, very well could. So right you can it. watch Army of Darkness, this film, and Jason goes to hell, and it's in some sort of shared universe. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I, I would agree with that. We can be okay with that. Seeing that KMB worked on both films, Necronomicon's present in all of them, I think that that's something. But yeah, I think that's. Uh, you know what? I think we're going to start something here. And going. Thank into, you, Adam Marcus. Going in, <laughs> right. Going into that, I mean, like we mentioned earlier, just with one and two, you could think of them more as like a Tales of Pumpkinhead. Like but that also means yeah. we can now start writing our uh, first Project Louder comic, Pumpkinhead versus Jason. That would be interesting. Part nine, Jason versus part two, Pumpkinhead. And then you bring in yeah, Ash. Yeah, buddy. So then you bring in Ash for the third part? Uh-huh. Okay. And both of them are vulnerable. You got to think about it. And both of them can be reborn. Well, and on that level, and even with the basis of the these two movies... You could have multiple pumpkin heads at one like setting. Yes. You know yes. what I mean? Like, true. Yeah. And this will kind of lead into some big questions too. This is I, awesome. Yeah. Chad, do you have anything else, buddy? That's it, buddy. That's, That's all I it? got. Okay, man. I got actually a few few questions for this movie. So do I. By all means, <laughs> begin. So all right. And I think we already kind of established this one, being that it's different stories but my first question was was this supposed to be the same witch from the first movie i don't believe so no this okay. is an entirely and, different and movie so and it's a completely different agree. setting too right so as you as we all know in the first movie his what i want to say his grave site essentially isn't a swamp he's in that weird tree thing where this and i love that they mentioned pet cemetery because that was the first thing i fucking said during that shot of the little stone of the uh, stone, Jesus Christ. Stone <laughs> can't talk. Stone like grave area. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, like so, okay, so different witch, different universe. Or not same universe, just different witch. We'll just go with that. So I want to see if you guys notice this, but in the shot after the cabin burnt down, and they were the sheriff was investigating it and he was holding up the board with the scratches on it, talking about how there was something to try to get in or out. Okay. It does a far away shot of them talking and it shows the scarecrow. Now, earlier, if you noticed when the kids were approaching the cabin, the scarecrow was just a generic, like bare bones scarecrow. In this shot, it was a corpse. head in it. It was a corpse. I noticed that too. Where, I, that's in my, what, I wrote that what, too. Where did that corpse come from? I had that. I was wondering that too. Because I'm like, well, it's clearly not the witch because they said she's in the hospital. So, and it wasn't the first guy. Like, they did they find his head when they found his body all, like, mangled up? I didn't think they killed him yet. 
or I didn't think Pumpkin had killed him yet at that point. I don't think. Mm, I don't think so. Don't where know. did this random fucking rotting <laughs> head come from? Yeah, because that looked like a well decomposed head too. You know, I should have had. I should have like messaged Jeff and had him like call him in. That you know, been, we right? we should we should have done this. That like listen, cool. listen. I could have. Oh, we should have prepped more. I'm sitting here thinking, like, we have all these questions, and these could be easily answered. (laughs) So, and this is, I feel like this might be kind of an easier one to watch, but the kids got to the cabin. They noticed the witch wasn't there. Why the fuck hang out? You know what I mean? Granted, yeah, yeah. we could just say to help prolong the movie, which obviously would be the direct answer. But, like, in a legitimate, if you went to go look for somebody's hurt, okay, she's not there. I would feel like you're going to continue to go look for her somewhere else. Like, yeah, they were just like, so, nope, we're going to start rummaging through her. Yeah, shit. let's go in. Let's light some candles. <laughs> oh, hey, look, there's a spell. Let's take like, that. Yo, if you guys never washed or read anything, you don't go fucking rummaging in the swamp witch's house. Don't touch. And you do shit. not touch the ritual book. And don't take her shit, especially no when shit. she tells you, "Don't take my shit." Oh, <laughs> uh, but that's all I got, Chad. What did you? What did you have for some big questions, bud? Um. Oh, the one make big question I have was why? Why did they see the spell and say, hey, let's go raise the dead? Let's see what happens. Because they're stupid teens. I was gonna say they're well, not only stupid, but they're bored. They're in a small town and their teens just trying to fucking do anything. And the guy is trying to why did Ash have to play there. the tape recorder? Yo, you could bring that right into uh the whole in Ash versus Evil Dead, the series. When he got high and he was like, yo, you want to see something cool? And then he showed her the Necronomicon and started the shit all over again. <laughs> Just to try to get some pussy, dude. <laughs> what do we why need? Why FBI, do we need? Why did the FBI have to blow up Jason, man? It could have just, we wouldn't have had body hopping, man. Why'd they blow him up? There's a lot of whys with these films. Yeah, all you got to do is just chop his hands off. Boom. Right? Yeah, and he headbutton everybody. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, bam, bam. enough for that. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, I did think that it was interesting that this one could get harmed, where the other one literally just looks like took shotgun blast in the chest and was like, nope. Shout out to all of our YouTube uh, viewers. Just know if you comment uh, on the live chat, we will be able to see it and display it on the screen if you want to. Uh, And thank you for supporting us on a platform (laughs) we really don't use much. We're trying. We're we're trying a little bit more every time we... Uh, Brody's comment. Yes. From growing up in a small town myself, I would raise the dead. I understand, yeah, man, because I'm in a tiny little city myself. It's not. I don't, I don't know. I've seen enough movies to just know it never ends well. Where no. Brody lives, you don't have to raise the dead. Every fucking insect. Everything else is trying to kill you. Everything Bobby. else is trying to kill you. You raise the dead down there, it's probably a godsend. It's like, oh, shit. See, Bobby literally uh, lives in eight-legged freaks, dude. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's just. The- like, come on. You got to check your fucking toilet. See, like, there's a spider in here. Can I take a shit before I shit the bed? Here? Yeah, you like, got spiders, insects, snakes. Sharks yeah, off the. Fuck that, dude. Off- kangaroos. Fuck that. Oh, they'll fuck that. you up. Right? Nope. Dude, dude, they, come, dude they come up just fucking flexing. Like, what's up? Like fucking just full on ripped eight pack. <laughs> what you don't know is the little one that's in the pouch will be the one that gets your head. <laughs> Bro, it's like Terraform from fucking MKX, man. Like little kangaroo just hops. Dude, the it's the Howling oh. Three. Yeah, there you go. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so one of my other questions was one that Johnny mentioned about the scarecrow being a corpse. Yeah, it's just so. 
I figured they would come back somehow, but it never did. Okay, here's here's another interesting question. Um, why did the mayor have goons? Because he was mayor. Well, if it was like a big city, I could understand, but it's a small town. I don't even know it, if they had a friggin' stoplight, and the mayor had friggin' goons, not just bodyguards, full on goons. He's yeah, stereotypical like, '80s mayors, but stuck in 1994. I I feel like if I was a mayor, I'd have goons as well. It's <laughs> just one comes in. But I, Yo, the mayor was <laughs> the goon, like telling straight up the sheriff. Though that's even funnier. Like, mm-hmm. hey, you know who my friend is? <laughs> Fuck <right>. you. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that was so weird. That was so weird. And also, I know this isn't really in. In, in like in context of the movie, but why was Amy Dolan's never like this huge star? Because she was a smoke fest man. That's a Melissa good Joan Hart stole the show. I don't fucking. Yeah, I don't know. She she I don't know. That's all I could think of was she kind of looked like younger Melissa Joan Hart when uh, she did Clarissa. Generic ass fucking knockoff brand shit. Yeah. That's great value, by the way. Oh, sorry, Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, there's nothing wrong with those Sam's Club. Uh, but yeah, uh, and then I said basically this is they could have just called this son of Pumpkinhead because Tommy was literally the son of Pumpkinhead. Which, how did that work? Or how does that work? I should say. Okay, so when a man and a woman love each other. Yeah, but Pumpkinhead's a like demon. A so who fucked Pumpkinhead? Demons, demons need love too, man. That's what I'm saying. Like, who fucked Pumpkinhead? Or who, you know. Obviously, pump- Tommy's mom. Yeah. That's. Hmm. That's an interesting uh, yeah. thing. Yeah. Because I got to tell you something. Pumpkinhead's walking around with a whole lot of nothing dangling. Maybe he's like a dog, dude. Maybe I'm it comes out. Say that. <laughs> oh, and, he's, and he's sitting there like a horse dick, dude, just straight up <laughs> fucking like full. <laughs> Pumpkinhead's pot, packing hog meat. What, what is the universal rule? What is it? Universe 40, was it rule 48 or something like that? Anything that exists? There's a porn version of it. So yeah, yeah. I'm sure yeah. it could be a pumpkin head out there. If not, oh yeah, it, it's Blumpkin head. <laughs> I hope you're not lying about that. Well, do some research real quick. Nick, if it doesn't exist, we can make it happen. Make it happen. Hello there, creepy girls. Do you like spooky things and horror movies? Then Cabin Thirteen has the stuff for you. Check out their selection of horror-themed props, bins, busts, action figures, collectibles, and more. You can find them on Facebook and Instagram. Be sure to visit Cabin13.com and buy something, or I'll kill you! Marcio Charlie's Horror Costume Studios. Premium hand-sculpted latex masks, butts, and hoods. Everything is handmade and painted by Marcio himself. Be sure to check out his wide range and selection of products over at Facebook and Instagram at Horror Costume Studios. Hey, you out there. Hey, listener, take a look at yourself. Want to know why you look like shit? Because you aren't wearing Dubak merch. Take your ugly ass over to dobackdiscussion.net and click on the merch tab. Pick up some hot fucking swag, then you can become a sexual tyrannosaurus, just like us. Graveyard Classics. Horror-themed tees and posters, professional in-house screen printing, and clay prints. Powered by Deathstyle Art and Graphics. Go see what you can dig up over at graveyardclassics.net. Come on down to Mass by Lance. Premium Friday the 13th custom made hockey mask. Down there in Tennessee by Lance McKinney. Find him on Facebook and Instagram over at Mass by Lance. Go order one now, boy. Yeah! <laughs>
We're back. That is still the best. Uh, yes, it is. So back to our review of Pumpkinhead 2 Bloodwing. So. Oh, shit. Do we have any questions from John? No, I think no. I think we're coming at all. Douche, douche, douche of the movie. Oh, you the, can't say Danny. The judge. the judge. Why can't we say Danny? I don't know because I like him from the Return of the Living Dead three. Oh uh, no, Danny. He's a. <laughs> it's Danny. It's Danny. Danny. Dude. I'm gonna I'm say gonna... Uh, it's a tie. It's got to be the judge. It's the judge and his son. They're both fucking douchebags. Actually, okay, yeah. So that's a the apple part. doesn't fall far from the tree here. No. I mean, like, I, I would, you know, I would lean more towards the judge because he knew how much of a prick his son was and was constantly yes. pulling str- strings to get him out of trouble. He was enabling him to be yes, a douche he canoe. He was a douchebag on himself, though. So, I mean, he Do was that. down to murder an innocent kid just because he was fucking deformed in his youth. So. So yeah, right. we touched on it briefly about the out of print Blu-ray, but how did we watch this? Oh, I Our actually Prime. watched it on uh, Amazon Prime. Yeah, so I rented I, it on Voodoo. Uh-huh. I have a digital copy. Ooh, <laughs> you go. Well, aren't you just so cool? I was always going to buy it though because renting it is four bucks and buying it is only eight bucks. Eight dollars. But then you're like, when am I going to sit down and watch Pumpkinhead two? Again? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Again. That's. That's what I thought too. I said I don't want to buy this. Like you know, like, but you know what else, Chad? Yo, it's not cranberry sauce. God damn it! You beat it to it. Ah, the, 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 <laughs> yeah, I was waiting but... for that. That is not cranberry sauce, already. No. Yep. So, it, what is your favorite kill? Tom Everett's kill when he gets ripped to pieces. I do like that one. That was good. That was my favorite. I don't know if you guys can count. I don't know if you guys will count this, but can uh, death by chicken poking? Does that count? Yeah, that counts. You know, I thought about that one too. I'm like, that was- <laughs> I'm gonna have to go with that one, man, because I did not expect that. It's not, it's, like, it's not chicken poking; it's cock poking. That's right. There was cocks just poking his eyes out, dude. He had cock in the eyes everywhere. Yeah, I'm gonna go with that. Death by cocks. <laughs> <laughs> so, best scene, guys. Well, what was your favorite death? I said that mine was with the. Uh, oh, was the fuck. The yeah, the, whenever the guy got tore apart in the yeah, barn. Okay. Yeah. All right. Sorry. Best scene, guys. Mm. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I'm gonna have to say the grave opening scene when Pumpkinhead first like comes about. Yeah, I'll, I'll agree with that with John. That's cool. I want to go. I'm... Actually, I want to go with the very beginning, the opening scene. Ah, okay. The only reason I like that scene is, um, and like Brody mentioned. It's super simple lighting with some, you know, basic fog machine, but it still looks great. And yeah, it really came together nice. Sometimes the simplest stuff can look the best. So I don't know. That's that's why I would at least give that take. But you're saying the beginning, like the whole like them, like them the hanging on me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, third act for me. Oh, whole third act. Like him, would that be him chasing the kids down? I guess. Yes. Okay. That was almost like a. It's kind of like a remake of the original Pumpkinhead when you, if you want to boil it down, complete with the douchebag holding everybody hostage with gun at gunpoint and everything. Yeah, the cabin. yeah, a little. Yeah, that's pretty close actually. His douchebaggery like upped again. I think uh, the the film was shot well, and, and being able to watch this in sixteen nine and appreciate it in a modern lens, I think that this is a terrific bad film. Yes, I would agree. Actually, I liked a lot of the, and it's something to do when you see. 
don't want to say just just necessarily direct a video, but just usually the cheaper budget. But a lot of the like weird pan shots where it's like looking up the barrel and shit like that. You know what I mean? Like you just see a lot of those same kind of shots, but for some reason I like them. Yeah, they seem to fit this movie very well, so I will say that. You know, we're not even on cinematography yet, guys, so let's just save them for that. <laughs> yeah, let's just save Sorry, sorry. Uh, opening scene, Chad. Obvi- obviously, it. I say yes, because uh, yes. it was my favorite scene of the whole movie. That could have been, I agree. That could have been, it could have set up a completely different movie, the way it was going. I and mean, it was it was a nice story on itself. Mm-hmm. I agree, yes. Set it, yeah, pulled me in. Yeah, I like the I like the uh, black and white of it, and it was uh, sad. Like honestly. okay, best uh, best hits, best cock. All right, so we're gonna get both. Uh, yeah, we're 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 changing up a little bit. We're throwing something in for the girls here. Be all all here. Okay, all so Danny's the hottest, of course. Uh, and you know, then... I'm gonna have to go with the sheriff, man. I I just dig the mustache, dude. And then Linnea Quigley, even though she's older in this one, uh, forever bangable. I yeah. I. I I got. I got to go with. Uh, I got to go with Amy Dolan's. Actually, you don't see. Yeah. You didn't see them, but she was. Uh, I'm gonna go with Mar- I'm gonna go with Marcy, man. I like the brunettes. Hmm? Amy Dolan's. Okay, fair. what's next, boys? Oh. We are on. Da, 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 da. Did the score set the mood? The score was. Yeah. Well, the score was okay. The score was literally the same for most part as yeah. Chainsaw Three. If you were yeah, I guess. It was. What did uh, our intro say? <laughs> same composer. Right. Well, yeah, but the problem is it's, it's literally same tracks. You, f- you feel like it's uh, a lot of it's taken from that? If you go back and watch Chainsaw 3 when uh, Ken Foray's loading his gun and Tank is in the truck, listen to that music. Listen to half the music throughout this film. It's the same track. I got to say, it's been a hot minute since I've seen TCM 3. So uh, Yeah, I was going to say yeah. for sure. So, I mean... I'm not going to say it's at the Hold on, Brody. Can you confirm this? <laughs> <laughs> this motherfucker watches that shit on the regular. It's true. So, uh, music. Best song? Best song, yes. Ooh. Don't really have one. Uh, whatever that song she was listening to when she was talking on the douchebag. There was that song and the one that played on the end credits, which could have even been the same song. I didn't even notice. I want to be... I mean, Tokyo I, I convertible. don't oh. like country music, but I liked how the country music was used in the scene with Linnea Quigley where Pumpkinhead was killing that dude. Yeah, actually, that, that actually fit pretty well. I yeah, would. I don't know. I, it, it, you don't really, that's a very rare thing. You don't usually see people getting uh, ripped apart in the country. Kind of fit. Oh, shit. Oh, Brody said not sure. Mm, we'll have to go through. Yeah. So, mm. gentlemen, favorite character. Uh, Tommy, the sheriff. Yeah, I like the sheriff too. I think honestly, like he was my favorite. Yeah, I he was he was good. He just seemed almost too nice to be a sheriff, though. You know what I mean? <laughs> too nice to be a New York City cop. Okay, yeah. yes, that yes. For what he said, eight years, I think it was. Or mm-hmm. something. I think you'd be a little bit more. Although maybe he's Danny. Just... Danny. Yeah. Danny. He definitely had that. He had that '90s like. What is it? It's almost the like character a... is so perfectly douchey. Right. <laughs> from, his left, from just his left earring all the way up to his uh, bowl cut down the center. 
I got a kick out of it at the beginning when you first meet them and they're just hanging out in the school parking lot. Were they just waiting for her to come so they could all just not go to school together? That was kind of weird. Pretty much. That's pretty much that's probably what it was. I'm gonna take like that, that too, yeah. It's <laughs> like yo, freshman. Where we at, boys? Where we at, boys? Yo, we are at uh is it scary? Oh. I wouldn't say it's scary. I'd say it's uh, it's campy as all fuck, and I love it. Campy, but not scary for me. No. Maybe at one point it was. Mm-hmm. Going, you know, maybe watching this as a kid. Sure. Yeah. yeah maybe. Your butthole. Yeah, but if you compare yeah. it to the original, where the original had those really cool locust sounds and everything when pumpkin hit. Yeah, dude, you know? where was my fucking cicadas, dude? Right? The whole time. God damn it. <laughs> that, that, was, that was my biggest complaint, though, was the lack of the cicadas and the... Uh, like he didn't even sound the same. He didn't make the same noise. Huge as budget cut compared to the first one with sound. True. Clearly, oh, if they're yeah. reusing uh, sounds and music right. from TCM three, I mean, he even looked like a smaller build too. I could be wrong on that, but probably not by much. I think even in the later, which I haven't seen, but I well, think- here's I'll, I'll tell you why he's a smaller build because right. in the first uh, pumpkin head he was on stilts. And on the second one, I don't think that he had that because the legs are completely different. They're more hooves in the second film right. rather than the backwards uh, weird feet thing that he has. Also, film. was is it just me or were her were his hands like twice the size in this one as they were in the first like the one? They were. He was more grabby in this one as yeah. well. Yeah. Da, da, da. The whole fucking movie just. Yeah, he was like, hello. <laughs> that head rip, though, was great, dude, because like his thumb was like really small. So that was really cool. Like he would go around his. But it still works. I don't give a shit. He could give someone a mean Trump with that hand. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, he could. Uh, so, gentlemen, does it hold up today? It holds up to my standards today on the perfectly shitty movie. Uh, this is what I – this is like a like if I was going to say, okay, you want, you want an example of a standard for me? This is the perfectly shitty movie for me. So, uh, uh, yeah, this would be a fun movie to get drunk and watch with a group of people. Yeah. Yeah. That I will say, I will agree with that. So like you're getting tired towards the end of a Halloween party. You're like, yo, fuck this. We're all drunk. Yeah, you're like, we already watched Texas Chainsaw. Let's watch Pumpkinhead. Right. So you put Pumpkinhead, everybody's just eating the leftover food and shit. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I honestly, I think this would just still go perfect for a double feature with the first one. You know what I mean? Just. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think that'd be pretty cool. Pumpkinhead. It, it's the same level of like Tremors 2 to Tremors 1 to me. I'd watch this back to back with Jason Goes to Hell. <laughs> 93, 94, baby. So would you do what would you do first? Would you do Army of Darkness? Goes to Hell. Jason Goes to Hell and then this. Okay. That's actually the right order, too. Yeah, it is right. triple feature. There we go. <laughs> Plus 90, 92, 93, 94? Yeah. Fuck yeah, that's cool. Oh. So guys, so 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 acting, acting was phenomenal. Like I said, the casting was just mwah, mwah. Yeah, I will say that uh, acting was really good in this. Uh, Jeff except, Burke and sure cast, except for the extras, those two old ladies that were standing in front of the. John knows exactly what I'm talking about. Hey Chad, yeah, you've watched the Ghoulies, right? Oh yes. Uh, Graham Painter liked to like to point out to me that uh, a lot of these people are used in the Ghoulies films. Oh. Yeah. Nice. I'm not surprised, actually. But yes, the extras, not not just to mention the old ladies, but the two goons for the mayor. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? There's definitely some people that were hamming it. You know in. what's interesting oh, yeah. is that this film is not a new line film. You know what all the, like it should be. 
You're right. All the cast. It does seem like it would new be. Line. All the fucking cast, all the people on the crew, new line for the time. Not new line. You you are very right. That does Maybe it was originally going to be a new line release, and at the end, they dumped it onto the whatever is live entertainment or whatever. Was new line doing direct to video or was this company a subsidiary of new line? That's a good question. That's a very good question. That is. I mean, new line. Like, what? <laughs> I'm going to look this up now. I feel like they were doing uh direct to video even in early nineties. I would say they did, but this could be like, right. This could be to new line. Like what touchstone is to Disney. Mm. Like a subsidiary. Yeah, so uh, yeah. We like this, but we don't want to put it on this name. So we'll right. Yeah, yeah, I totally see that. TJ, your light is just changing all over the place. That's because <laughs> he's messing with his. He's looking stuff up on the computer. I could tell that's from his screen. So where are we at now? Cinematography. Cinematography. Ah, here, TJ. You guys talk about it, and then I'll come at the end. Well, uh, I really liked it. I think the film was actually pretty well lit. Uh, it was throughout. in. So I did it. Yeah. It, it reminded me of honestly, like uh, just the haunted house lighting effects, which obviously I personally love. But like Brody said, very simple, man. Anytime he showed up, it was just a fog machine and some strobe light. It was and simple but effective, yeah. Correct. Made like it just good. worked. Like that's all you need, and it gives you that perfect cheesy horror feel. You're just like, yep, great creature feature, little fucking. And like I said, man, I like the weird like panning shots, dude. A lot of it kind of feels like. Evil Dead esque or whatever, but you know what I mean. Like I always talk, like the direct up the barrel, like when he's holding his friends hostage in the uh, cabin. There, you know, they show it up a lot where they're showing it from the right up the gun. Every every time they show them, they always show that shot. But this was an independent company that dabbled in the direct to video market. Okay. Oh, oh okay. But yeah, they mostly dealt with. Uh, they they lasted from. 1998 till 1996. Oh, sorry, 1988 to 1996, and they sold for 140 million dollars. Uh, and yeah, they have all the information here about like the history of it on this website. Uh, I'll post it in the comments sec- section for everyone to look. All right. But yeah, gentlemen, any, what do you guys got on the? Cinematography? I'm going to talk about cinematography. Let him go. No, Bill, Bill, of course, uh, you will see a lot of shots that are reminiscent and stylistically similar to those you see in a film that he did a year prior to this with Jason Goes to Hell. It's fantastically shot like uh, Bobby said, whoever was in charge of lighting was on point and definitely was trying new things on this film. I definitely love the the red filter on the POV shots. Definitely set it apart from other shots in the film. Definitely allowed you, uh, the viewer, to establish that it is Pumpkinhead's view. And it kind of... Yeah, gave a menacing feel to that footage. I, I will say that uh, the cinematography accented the KMB effects perfectly as it, it just enhanced them in, in all the best ways. I don't know. It, it looked really good. I would love to see what it looked like on VHS. But uh, like I said, the fact we were able to view this as our first viewing on a 16.9 all cleaned up on a nice copy, I see this film as fucking awesome. There's no reason why uh, this wouldn't look great on a uh, big screen or theatrical back in the day. Sorry, guys. I just I just looked at the schedule of what we're watching next week, and I just got absolutely giddy. What's that? We'll talk about it at the end. We'll yeah, finish we'll it up. at the end. Okay, okay. Fair enough. So uh, anything else on to touch on cinematography, Joe? 
Premise, boys. Yes, I love the premise. Yeah, I did too, actually. So I really did I. Did. Yeah, pretty much the first one, a little bit sadder, actually. Well, yeah. I don't know. I mean, they're both death of a young of a kid. Yeah, I, th- I think the I think the first one is a little bit sadder as far as right. that, as far as the as far as the motivation the father, behind yeah, father. Dude. I could argue. <laughs> I mean, they're both pretty. The first one was an accident. So we can kind of give that like the dude. The second one was straight up fucking murder due to the right. result of bullying. Like straight up, he—that's what they went. And it wasn't a bullying a normal kid. It was a kid with disabilities. Yeah, which really fucks with you. Uh, and it was uh, a kid that liked to play with toys in the woods, and that is the biggest fucking problem. Right. <laughs> TJ takes this one personal at this point. Yes. On many levels. But dude, they didn't just fucking murder him, man. They fucked his ass up. Yeah, they tortured him first. Like, how many times did they hit him with baseball bats back and forth? And to clarify, not in the deliverance way. Yes. There wasn't any banjos going on in this. (laughs) There was in the show, though. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, If you ever hear that, just paddle faster. Yes. Do not stop. Yep. Go, 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 go. But no, man. In that case, Joe Gallo jumps and drops to his knees and... Ooh. (laughs) Uh, so guys recycle rewind or remake i'm gonna rewind this for days and yeah, never reach yeah, out yeah, yeah this is a rewind yeah, that would uh, be a rewind for me too yeah i mean it's, no, it's, remake it yeah i didn't i didn't hate it as, to the point where i never want to watch it again i'd give it I'd give it another go i bet you it sold pretty good i bet you had some sweet ass cover art oh uh, yeah because it, it had yeah, it did. falling out of the ground i believe okay yeah it's all red and black so, boys, rating. I'll go last. Booby. Uh, 2.8. Damn. Johnny! Kind of weird. Bobby stole my number because I was literally going to say the same thing. 2.8. Chad! I'm actually going to go a little bit higher and go three even. Okay. I'm going to give it a 4.25. Wow. Really? You're giving it higher. Oh, wow. Chad, you a ranking of the first one. No shit. That's a Goramore score of 3.2. Not bad. Right? Okay. Uh, that. It, bal- it balances out, boys. It always works in the end. Not bad at all. I think no, that's not bad at point. gave it a three and a half overall. Yep. Uh, it's close to that. Yeah, I think. Might have been a little higher because I think we got two. Yeah. Again, if you view this film as standalone, it's real fucking well made. It's a terrific bad film. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Terrific bad film. I like it. We need a little award for that. Be like, see who get like, see who wins the best one at the end of the year out of the ones terrifically that terrifically bad. Yeah, the best bad movie. <laughs> best bad movie. Yeah, there you go. Uh, so, so what's next week, Chad? Yeah. Next week Chad is, is a Bobby stuff. pick. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, buddy. Always a fun treat. I love the movie so much. The original, if not the last. Hell yeah. Honestly, that's that movie where I really don't have to watch it. I know it. Like, I could dream about it tonight. But you're still going to watch it. Of course. So, what are we all dressing as next week, gentlemen? (laughs) I'll probably have Senor Leatherface on. Oh, well, you're going to have two then because I don't have anything else to accompany another character. (laughs) I don't think I have anything. So go get we should all dress up and uh, put some dirt on our face. Right. I'll I'll say, you guys, anybody got a 
Actually, Chad, you already got the white T-shirt on, man. You just bloody that up and dirty up a little bit. You're the fucking stranger. Yeah. You got to get Chad the long black, black-haired black wig, dude. I'll get him a straight razor. He just cut himself the whole episode. I can yeah. do it. <laughs> <laughs> I have my I have my hammer, but yeah. a little bit of skull on it. See, I could rock the pretty lady. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Oh, Super handsome. Sitting here for an hour and a half trying to talk to a microphone with a mask on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, be fun. Fucking a. And then what's after that, Chad? What's after that is. I know some people are going to hate on us for it, but after that is the prequel to John Carpenter's The Thing. Oh. oh. Wow, oh. I haven't watched that since it came out. Yeah. Yeah, sure. I haven't watched that in a long time either. All that sticks in my head is like, it was awesome until the CGI. I yeah. really wish they would release the original non-CGI version. Oh my God. That'd be amazing. Oh, shit. Wow, we got a hell of dude. Our week's coming up, man. They are pretty packed with some awesome picks. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, trick or treats after that, buddy. Me and the wife were just talking about that yesterday. Trick or treat as it's in December. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know that was my pick, but I'm actually excited for your pick for in October. And that's Deep Rising. I know, I, buddy. Uh, the, I don't care. The grand finale. I don't care how cheesy that movie is. Dude. That fun movie. Oh, it's a Steven Summers movie, so you know it's always a good time. Right. What's the next? What's the next slasher film we're doing? The next, next slasher. I mean, you could consider Trick or Treat a slasher, I guess, because some of the Parker. segments in it. Uh, yeah. Night School, October nineteenth. Okay. American Jallo. Dude, I'm telling you, man, we got some awesome picks coming up. We I do not. Got some- I haven't really. There's not a bad at, film on this list. No, dude. Like, I am. And I'm telling you right now that High School has a really fucking cool scene where, like, this girl's, like, playing on a playground. She's, like, a substitute teacher. And, he, like, she's on one of those spinny merry-go-round things mm-hmm. like that the kids play on, and they spin, and they go faster and faster. And he fucking runs up and grabs it and fucking spins it as fast as he can and keeps <laughs> going so this girl's stuck on it, and then he just holds out his fucking knife. Oh. <laughs> oh! By the way, did awesome. you guys did you guys notice on the list of movies? I took off one of my original picks and replaced it with Prince of Darkness. Oh, oh. hey, uh, I, fig- I, I figured if we're do- I figured since we did the thing and we're doing in the mouth of madness, we may as well do the whole apocalypse trilogy. And we put uh, Club Dread somewhere in there. Uh, we could schedule it for December, maybe. I don't know if we're going to do any kind of Christmas horror this year. Uh, we need to do Silent Night, Deadly Night three. To usher in the, I mean, we the new say, one. I mean, I don't mind doing a Christmas episode. I don't know if we necessarily have to do four Christmas episodes. Though. Yeah, not like we did last year. Yeah, well, yeah it might be kind of hard to find yeah. more Christmas horror. Yeah. 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 Are we doing Halloween too at Halloween? Yes. yes, we are. Yes, we are. Hell yeah, dude! I know, I dude. This Rick Rosenthal Halloween too. Should should we? And maybe, you know, Gorehounds, let us know. Should we put out the whole list for the rest of the year, at least for what we got, just so they all know, too? Or Once we get it all figured out, we have a finalized version, we should. Yeah, Yeah, dude. I just think, you know, I'm sitting there, and I was watching Club Dread today, and I was like, when it's not fucking Broken Lizards, crazy insanity, funny shit, 
<laughs> there's horror shit and there's blood. You guys are like this. The other day I was sitting at work and I'm like, I'm in kind of an ACDC mood. So I played, uh, I played the whole who made who album. Okay. Which made me I'm like, Oh man, I could really go for watching maximum overdrive. I'm like, I got a message to TJ. I'm like, dude, <laughs> we need to, we need to watch maximum overdrive. And he's like, I've never seen it. So I sent him the video, really? the, the trailer. I'm like, just because Stephen King coked out the whole time. Oh, dude. Like probably at his time. Oh, massively. Like he was that whole, the, just the trailer itself is fucking gold. And that is uh that was what Emilio Estevez, right? Yep. Yes. Yeah, dude. Why he, that movie got, brother of money, the son, money that is that is so bad it's good right there and was that stephen king's first directorial debut first and oh, only yeah. and only i thought he did i thought he was like co-director on pet cemetery for some reason. i don't believe so no okay maybe he was just in it <sighs> well i think that that's it for this episode i would say so yeah that's not it for me hey brody's on board for maximum overdrive check that out yeah, of course he is. He loves that film. <laughs> All right, boy. Okay, guys. Well, you guys have a good rest of the week, and thank you for tuning in on another episode of the Gore and More podcast. This is your host with the most, TJ Bowser, and reminding you that the Gore and More podcast is part of the Project Louder Podcasting Network, home to other great podcasts such as, and here we go once because you think I can do this off a of hand? Yes. Fuck. Do it in one breath. You do it. it. I dare one you. Breath? One breath? One breath. Christ. Um, He's not oh. going to do it. For some reason, it's not working. Uh-oh. Your list isn't popping up? Mm-mm. Well, but the internet's down, but I'm live. It's strange. Mm-hmm. Well, check out many great podcasts over at Project Louder. <laughs> well, that fucked everything up. Why is my internet being silly, silly? Who I don't knows? know, but we're, you're still coming through on this end, so we're still streaming, buddy. Okay, we'll just finish it off. Uh, just head on over to projectlouder.net, check out all the awesome podcasts on there. I'll be able to list them off, but uh, I know I'll miss a couple and piss people off, so yeah. not going to go for this. So, as always, see you next week. This is your dark lord of knowledge, Chad Christmas, saying, hey, if you haven't recently, call your mom. This is Big Chatty D saying, see you later, Gorons. So we lost TJ. Oh, shit. I'm saying, see you fuckers next week.